Around the world. Around the world. You're listening to the Mike Drop Club. Hosted by Douglas Hammond Message received. Message received. You do not need to know what you need. What you need. Just engage with the podcast feed. Just engage with the podcast feed. Providing weekly insights into cool stuff we've read, saw, did, or heard about what made us say, wow, eureka, damn, nothing is off limits. If it motivates and inspires you to reach your goals, then it shall be discussed. Featuring guest interviews from high performers and people of influence and weekly awards for the best mic drop moment. This podcast is guaranteed to leave you pumped up for the week ahead. Don't just live life, make life boom. How you guys doing out there? Hope you guys are cool, having a productive week. I'm blessed as ever. I'm here with, I don't know how to even express this, but I'm here with my, how do I say, my, my God's son, uncle. So that makes me cousin's uncle, something like that. But either way, it's all family and it's all good. So I feel supremely blessed. So I have Sebastian in your house. Sebastian, how are you doing? You good? I'm doing good. Thank you very much. You're good. Now, as you can hear from Sebastian's accent, he's from the Netherlands and he's here, you know, to spend his, um, spread his wisdom and just, just have a conversation with me regarding what motivates him, what inspires him and just basically what's up. So Sebastian, how do you find the UK? Well, I think it's it's a good place. I mean, well, I come from Holland, as you told as you said already. Um, well, it's different to where I come from, definitely. Um, I think what began this whole discussion, I think, was the difference between UK and or maybe a mindset. I think it yeah, was which, about mind, exactly, mindset. yeah, exactly. We're talking about um different ways of viewing the same thing and how two or three people can have different ways of, 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 of analyzing and actualizing the same thing that they've witnessed and seen. So the conversation was also mingled in with Brexit and how that has implications to the wider European community and how the UK is perceived by other nations within the EU. True. And I think that's a big thing. Um, yeah, this whole discussion, as I told earlier, started from, yeah, perspectives and well, my perspective on the UK and my perspective on certain things. I, I'm a person who actually asks a lot of questions to people. Um, so also for you, because I think you're like from, <laughs> yeah, as I see quite a fun guy to actually be with. I, I mean, it's in the evening now we're having... That's all good. It's a blessing. I'm here to break bread. So that's it. Anytime, mm. anytime you guys come round, I'll feel ultra happy. Yeah, amazing meal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I cooked peanut butter and lamb stew. All right, of course, and also my um my my cousin as well. Helder, he cooked the the, the bestest chicken. Forty five mm. minutes in the oven, and I mean that that chicken was cut in half spread eagle like literally like on the US flag seasoned with chili garlic salt pepper and literally mm. it was just oh my god 
Mouth-watering, yes. Yeah, so Amazing yeah. cooks today. <laughs> <laughs> so the dinner was great. So we had a good time. Anyway, so, so yeah, questions which one, like, I mean, I'm quite int- impressed by, I mean, you, like, in the person. Um, I don't know a lot about you, but I have usually um, a way of inter- interpreting yeah. the people around me. So, for instance, I, I had a chat about you with my sister, like, the way I see you. And... Um, that was quite intensive conversation as well, I thought, um, but really interesting. Um, well, yeah, for me, like, like what motivates <laughs> you for certain things? Oh, uh, no, that's a good question. Yeah. I'll, I'll go there. What, 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 what motivates me is, um, I, I need to start from the beginning. I have this, um, this burning desire mm-hmm. to, to expose people's core, mm-hmm. you know, what's right deep in your soul. Because um, I grew up, I came to this country in like when I was three years old as a refugee from Rhodesia. So I've seen the worst of humanity, even though I was three. But anyone that has been a victim of a war will know how heinous the mindset of a human being can be at its worst. So I've seen it. So growing up, being bullied in school and all that kind of stuff, I was always one that one of those guys I was impatient. So even there was a, there was a time when I was in school where we had this guy who was bullying me, just happened to be West Indian. And it's just the case it was West Indian. Um, he told me after school, he's going to beat me up. I must've been about nine, 10 years old. And I was like, I was told this information in like the first session in school. And I knew I had to wait from say nine to three o'clock before this beating was going to take place. And I was like, I'm, I'm an impatient person. So I was like, no, let's do this beating now. You know, yeah, fine. You're going to beat me up. Let's do it right now. So I've always been impatient, um, impatient with people in terms of, if you're going to do something, do it. What's holding you back? Yeah. You know, so this whole, um, what's it called? Movement in towards, self-actualization, I'm here to inspire, motivate, help people achieve that which they were destined to be, you know? That's, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny because that's quite a period for me I'm, I'm going through right now. Um, I experience a lot of things like um, doubts within myself, like am I actually capable to do it? Am I uh, focusing on the right things right now? Um, am I focusing too much on myself, which makes me think um, too much about like the, the short term things or maybe too much about my personality? How should I um, behave in certain situations? And then like like a big burning question I had this last month, for instance, was um, where should where where does your focus lie? Should it lie on like the bigger goals and should you chop like this? I always been told to me like, okay, you have a bigger goal for, um, what do you want to become in life? Who, who do you want to be? Okay. Um, visualization, um, um, well, I say that no assignment, but I did it like an assignment was okay. If you're 80 years old or 90 years old and you look back on life, you give a big, a big party. Maybe you heard of it before yep. a big party and everyone you actually love or care about is on that party. Um, how does that 
well, what is the feeling it gives you? That's a big thing. Who is important? Who, who is there? And that is important for you and the, on the party. And what do you want them to say about you? Yeah. And that gives, powerful. Uh, it, that gives you a really good um, vision about what are your motives or what are your, um, what's your motivation in life? Well, thinking about that, that, that's the way it's taught to me, which is really, I think it's a powerful way of uh, seeing things, but then still, I mean, in theory is a good thing, but then there's of course the, um, I would say that the, the, the in practice, how do you actually yeah, yeah. How do, do, do that? Yeah. yeah. And then of course, yeah, yeah. To finish the story. Um, of course, uh, this is the way, but then still there's like, um, yeah, doubts about But about am I doing the right things right now? Um, am I getting too narrow-minded or why am I stressed in certain situation where I never actually experienced stress? Like these kind of things. I'm, I'm a young adult, I just to tell I'm Sebastian, of course, like, and I'm, I'm 23 years old or 24 now, but then still, that's just for me. I mean, this situation. Yeah, you're like, a baby in terms of, of life. And I think even I am, um, what I'll say to you is I I applaud you. And I think having the ability to reflect without bias is very, very important. Mm. And sometimes we do feel like we are second guessing ourselves. We do think that we are not trusting in our message. I think the most important thing is to write down your goal. If your role, if your goal that you have in life is written down and crystallized on paper with ink, not on alphanumerics on, on a computer, Actually, you've written down, you took time to do the calligraphy, to write it down, say, I'm Sebastian, this is my goal. And these are the activities I need to do in my life to achieve my goal. You know, everything else makes sense. It's worse when we have goals that are not written down, because what happens is we are swayed to how we feel at the time and things start to be muddied and skewed. Yeah. And also when we write down our goals, it's very important to make them succinct. So what I mean by that is your goal should not be more than one sentence. If you can't write down your goal in one sentence, you don't know your goal. Mm -hmm. Because if your goal is a paragraph full of text, mm -hmm. that means it's wishy-washy. Yeah. That means it could be anything. That's true. Your goals should be very, you got to think in very binary words, like think like a computer, mm -hmm. you know, you're a human being. But your machine at the same time, mm -hmm. program your machine mm -hmm. like how a coder will program a computer. Yeah. You know, and that, that, that simplifies a lot of the headache. I really like the way that you talked about um, living your life backwards, as it were. How would people like to remember you? Mm -hmm. That's something I promote. That's something I encourage a lot of the times whereby I tell people, go. Sometimes it might, it might sound a bit morbid. Go visit a graveyard, mm -hmm. read the tombstones. Mm -hmm. Here lies blah, 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 mm -hmm. you know? And in that one sentence would be what that person <laughs> was trying to accomplish in life. Yeah. So if you live your life backwards, start from the grave. Mm -hmm. There are no shops in the grave. It's the realest place you can ever be. Mm -hmm. You understand? Go to the grave, um, literally with yourself, metaphorically yeah. and write down your eulogy, yeah. write it down usually. How would you want people to remember you? I, th I think for, for me again, um, 
that's actually the way I've been taught. And I think it's a good way of li- uh, living, especially for people who are easily distracted and easily. And I think a lot of people have that. Yeah. Um, but then still there's a feeling, of course, there's a feeling like, okay, you make goals for yourself, but where do you see uh, self-acceptance? Where do you see that come into your vision of um, living life back for, backwards? Like that way, okay, you set goals for yourself. Okay, I want to do that in five years. Okay, I want to do that in 10 years. Okay, I want to achieve that in 20 years and then I'm, I'm going to be happy. Yeah. But then still I know situations where people actually achieve the goals they want, but they never get the um, succession or the feeling of succession or success. I don't that's know. A very, that's a very, very powerful one. Um, I, I'm going to interject right there. A lot mm. of people achieve what other people say they've achieved. Mm-hmm. But to that person who's on that treadmill mm-hmm. to success, they don't know they've achieved it because it was never written down. Mm-hmm. For, what I mean by that is when, when I say write down your goal, I mean that literally. Mm-hmm. If you say you want to be rich, well, what does rich look like? Mm-hmm. You know, it's ambiguous. To somebody that has, that has pounds only, Mm -hmm. you know, having 10 pounds, they could be rich. True. Richness could be health. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Family, all these things. You need to be able to define it literally. So so for example, if your goal is to um, reach 1 million pounds, Mm -hmm. yeah, or euros, Mm -hmm. yeah. When you get to that 1 million euros, mm-hmm. then you know you've achieved your goal. Yeah. Particularly if it's time-based. Yeah. yeah. Remember, goals have to be specific, specific mm-hmm. measurable, mm-hmm. achievable mm-hmm. within reality, yeah, mm-hmm. which you perceive yourself, not somebody else. That's why it's very important when you tell people that your, your plans in life, don't share with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I tell people my goals only when they pass the believability test. Mm -hmm. And that basically means this, that you have demonstrated in your own life Mm -hmm. proficiency to achieve your goal three times. Yeah. If you haven't done it three times, you're no better than me. Mm -hmm. Because just because you might be in money doesn't make you proficient in what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. You just, you might have been born into money Mm -hmm. for for style. You might have been lucky. Mm -hmm. Do anything three times, you're, you passed the believability test. So I will share with you my goal, my aspiration, my want, my dream, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of times we share our hopes and dreams, aspirations with people that are not qualified to give us any opinion. And in fact, the opinion they give us is based upon their limitations in life. Yeah. So because they have failed, they're going to put that onto you. Yeah. So it's very important for us to be able to, um, differentiate very quickly who you're sharing that goal with. So again, once you've clearly articulated, defined your goal on paper, mm-hmm. yeah? When you then say, okay, if I said I want to be a millionaire, I want a million pounds in euros in my account. Mm-hmm. If I say you're a million euros in my account, mm-hmm. that then is a milestone to reach. Yeah, That's a point for me to reflect. There's yeah. no point in me then Worrying. I know I've achieved the goal. Mm-hmm. But remember, Usain Bolt said it clearly, you know, the um the 100 meter, 200 meter sprinter. Just because you reach one goal doesn't mean the end. It's the mm. start of another race. True. You understand? Yeah. So once you've achieved that one, you tick it off, mm-hmm. you move to the next one. Our problem is in life, for many people, is we write goals that are ambiguous. Mm-hmm. 
So you don't know when you make it. Other people might tell you that you made it, but you yourself mm-hmm. don't know because that's not what you've written down for yourself. True. Yeah. For, for, could you could you explain, like, for instance, a goal you actually achieved in life? Could you could you for yourself do that? I, I think that the, the, the major goal I've achieved in my life is, remember, I came to this country as a refugee. So even having a house, mm-hmm. the perception we have, particularly around Brexit, is the people coming to our country, they're taking our women, they're taking our children, they're not taking our children, they're taking our, our, our jobs, our opportunities, all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I came here with nothing. You know, only war-torn stories and I've contributed and I give back and I have a house, more than one house. I've got more than one house. I've got a decent car, got a beautiful family, got a beautiful partner, got a beautiful child, beautiful children. That is, these are goals that are unquantifiable, you know, but I feel I've achieved all those things because having a a mind like a refugee only allows you to see opportunity where other people see um, destitution, you know, being a vagabond, you know, unkept, can't speak English correctly. You know, I look back and, and I had fire in my eyes because I saw fire where I came from. You know, I don't have candles in my house because I'm scared of fire, you know, because I've seen people burnt. Some people don't have that in their life. So having that as your your fuel because... Sometimes you can have a, 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 an upbringing that can be perceived as traumatic, but it's how you make sense of it. And I don't, I don't subscribe to being a victim. I'm not mm-hmm. a victim of my mm-hmm. circumstance. Mm-hmm. It happened to me. So what? Mm-hmm. I know no matter how much you might say you love me, that you like me and you get to know me, you will never understand my pain. Mm-hmm. That's my own. Mm-hmm. So I accept it as my own. Yeah. I've taken responsibility for my life and says, okay, fine. I can't change my past. Fine. But my past doesn't dictate where I'm going to go to in the future. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I try and um, teach for those who want to hear. And that's why I try and encourage everybody that, you know what, whatever's happened to you, it's happened to you. It's your story. You know, no matter how bad it is, it's your story, you know, you take lessons from the narrative of that story and you use that to either build you up or destroy you. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. you. You choose. Either way, you're going to choose anyway. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Yes, interesting. Um, yes, per- perception as well, I think, because for some people, like something is a success and for other people isn't actually. Um, I've, I've, mm, well, I have a family. One one of my my cousins is um, he became a millionaire, like a big millionaire, and multimillionaire is called. <laughs> but he, well, for for us and for everyone, he's like a big success. But he isn't really happy in life. Like maybe materialistic, he has his goals and he has everything settled. But personally, he probably has problems or he has some. There's something wrong with him. So I'm not sure whether, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how to interpret it, in, interpret the, that. Like, yeah, uh, I, I would say as, as a professional that um, happiness is a choice. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. You choose to be happy. Mm-hmm. You choose to be sad. You know, um, as long as people are, are conscious that they have the choice, 
Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. Sometimes you might find people that um that have money, that have mm-hmm. all the things that if you had them, you would be happy. Yeah. But the question is this, that was not you. That's not your life. Mm-hmm. So why would you even think like that? Look at your own life, mm-hmm. you know, and and um be the change that you want to see in the world yourself by yeah. the way that you conduct your things. Find joy. If you yeah. don't know how to find joy, you need to take yourself back to childhood and find that innocence yeah. that you once had whereby you could walk out in the park and see a stag, de- a stag beetle, notice um, um, a bird's nest, notice flowers, notice things. Because once you lose that innocence, you know, it's very hard for you to find in the mechanical world things that are on par with that which is natural and ordained. Which is funny, actually, because I have this uh, this godfather of mine, actually, <laughs> my godfather. He tells me, well, he's, he's, he's like, he's old, really old. And he tells me what he enjoys from and what he enjoys. And he's really living in a moment. He has like his caravan at the side of a river and he, well, he, he looks at like a whole day. The sun comes up, the sun goes down. And every little thing he actually explains to me. And, and I think, and he tells me that this, this whole story and it's so simple. Um, like what, what the goose are, the geese are doing, like swimming across the, 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 the lake or across the river one morning in the morning. And then the, in the evening, they always go back and he tells he, he, yeah, really living in a moment. And I think that's, that's quite a, for me, like I'm, I'm for me, it's quite a, a big thing to learn and maybe a lesson learned now already is what to accept from yourself and what not to accept. And I think it's a feeling or the, um, yeah, the feeling actually, that's the thing you should accept from yourself and, and, or your goals is something to strive for and never like, and that is more like the mechanical world world maybe, but the, the feeling world. Yeah. It's just my interpretation of, of, of life. Um, yeah, I see. I see. And, and the other thing is it's combined because you have like a, a materialistic, materialistic, side and you have of course the, the the emotional side and i think these two should be combined some sometimes i hear that and sometimes i'm not sure whether these should be combined or not this is maybe maybe this is really like broad or maybe really deep but this is maybe it's, there's more to it even. it's only as deep as you want to go mm-hmm. because what is the emotion mm. yeah it comes from some like not all the emotions are or most emotions are not actually um logical because sometimes when you think okay i should be feeling this right now or i should be excited i should be feeling um from for instance i play like a high level basketball like in my youth and um well i wasn't i wasn't even excited for the game sometimes and i was like okay why not i was yawning for the game why am i yawning for the game because it's really important for me like like it's not logical it doesn't make sense to me Mm. um and other things as well like giving a presentation giving um Sometimes they go so well sometimes, but there's always sometimes like, feel, like, especially in these moments, you actually should perform it. For me, it, it, it declares a lot. It gives a lot of information about myself. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how, how to interpret it. No, 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 it's good. It's good because, um, if you, t- if you take a look at emotion, what is happening when you get emotional emotions are basically electrical chemicals going through your brain mm-hmm. based upon how you are interpreting the situation. Mm-hmm. How many times have we gone home? Mm-hmm. I don't know, come back home to our house and thought to yourself, oh, 
I swear I turned off all the lights, mm -hmm. but how come all the lights are on? Mm -hmm. And you get that feeling in your gut that something's bad's going to happen. Mm -hmm. How many times have we thought we we're going to be in trouble by our parents? Just had a feeling mm -hmm. and proven to be wrong. You go home and your dad's not going to scream his head out. He's thinking, I'm sure I'm in trouble for something. You know, mm -hmm. emotions can be wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But you understand that the chemicals that are running through your body based upon some sort of stimulation mm -hmm. that's triggered them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they can be wrong. And being open to that wrongness allows us to live to our full, fullest potential when we recognize that and we challenge that emotion. A lot of people have problems and fears with public speaking, for example. Mm -hmm. They will say things such as, oh, the earth is going to swallow me up. People are going to, I'm going to be exposed mm -hmm. as a fraud. Mm -hmm. in front of everybody else mm -hmm. because um, it's terrifying for mm -hmm. some people. Mm -hmm. um, when you do um, not counseling, counseling, yes, but when you, when you talk through some of the things that they're talking about, when they're talking about their blood starts to, um, the blood pressure starts to palpitate, start to sweat, the hands get clammy, they get fidgety. All these things are actual physical. Mm -hmm. Yeah their physical reactions to an emotion mm -hmm. that might not be true. Mm -hmm. That's based upon your perception, mm -hmm. which is flawed. Mm -hmm. You understand? It could be flawed, but chances are that it's not real. It's as real as you perceive it to be because mm -hmm. your perception is your reality. Mm -hmm. Whatever we accept in our life, that is the reality that we have. Whatever you accept in your partner, that's the partner you're going to have. Whatever you accept in your job, that's the job that you're going to have. Whatever you accept in your goals, that's the goal that you're going to have. It's when we get to a point whereby we are confident in our own capabilities, whereby we can say, do you know what? I accept this level of proficiency in everything I do. I want excellence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want people around me that are pure in sense in, in, the, in, the, in the term of um, striving yeah, to be the best that they can be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I would, I'm not, I don't want to be in a relationship whereby it's 50-50. Mm -hmm. I want a relationship where it's 100-100, mm -hmm. where people are just giving the all. Mm -hmm. You understand? So when you're in that sort of mindset, you can understand that emotionally, you could be anxious. Mm -hmm. Emotionally, you could be worried or, or worried about a situation. But it's okay. Mm -hmm. The reality could be something completely different. It's, it's hanging on when you feel like that. It's just hanging on when you feel like that. Yeah. And then you come back to the goals, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you come back. Then, then, then you go back to your goals because yeah. goals are very, very important. I think we all need to have goals in life and some are short term, some are long term. Mm -hmm. Like this morning when you woke up, mm -hmm. you brush your teeth, mm -hmm. you wash your face, okay. yeah? You had a shower, whatever the case may be. When you got ready to um, leave the house, mm -hmm. which shoe do you put on? In what order? Right, love. <laughs> and you probably, you're probably not thinking about it, but you, you put the shoes on in the same order every single time. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if somebody was to change that order, you'd be confused. Yeah. Yeah? Because we all have... Routine, we all have habits, mm -hmm. okay? Some habits that we have in life are toxic mm -hmm. to our own personal development, yeah. such as drugs, 
alcoholism, you know, um, staying out late at night, whatever the case would be, you, you will know if you have a habit that's not going to help you achieve your goal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it's important for you to then pick up habits that allow yeah. you to. That's really true. Yeah. Th- sometimes I, I try and this, I think what is dangerous because I was talking to you, I was having this like non discussion, but it'll just, yeah, maybe it's a discussion in the room earlier. Um, was like, okay, how deep should you go to actually start uh, doubting yourself, doubting your vis- vision in life? Should, is your goal that you write down, is that your goal? Like how deep do you want to go? Right, right. Your goal, and this is this is a mic drop moment, okay? So uh, we drop bombs, right? Your goal should terrify you. Mm-hmm. If your goal is not terrifying you, mm-hmm. It's not a goal worth pursuing. Mm-hmm. I'll repeat that. If your goal is not terrifying you, your goal is not worth pursuing. i tell you why. Goals are supposed to terrify you to the core, to drive you to the point whereby you can't sleep. Yeah, if your goal is set at such a mediocre level that it's okay if you miss basketball practice, it's okay if you don't go work tomorrow. That's not really a goal. You're working below your potential. That's why some people, when they reach their goals, it's no big deal. They feel the same because they haven't actually reached the summit of their capability. They have not actualized. The whole point of actualization is you have taken your body beyond that which you thought it was capable of doing. So your goal has to terrify you to the point that if you're not moving towards your goal, you can't function. You, you, you feel unrest in sleep and in wake. You know, they say that, you know, the only times that we have to actually influence the, our pursuit of our goals is in the gray hour, in the gray hours. That is in the time whereby we are awake. When you're sleeping, you ain't doing nothing in terms of driving forward your goal. It's when you are awake. What are you doing? So if you've got goals that are terrifying you, that's a good thing. And if you have awareness enough to know that it's terrifying you, that's a good thing. What then you need to do is have a coach. Have a mentor, somebody that has gone through what you're going through and somebody that you respect. So when you do talk to them, say, say for example, basketball, um, they will understand and they'll show you how to push through those barriers to get to the other side. That's all what it takes. But chances are a lot of people, we share those intimate thoughts, those doubts, people that don't pass the believability test. And they'll, they'll work on their own limitations to give you a response. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think, I think, I think that's a good, good, good example as well. Because yeah. it's things you're actually being through with. I think it's, it's important. Yeah, yeah. I, the believability test okay. is one that is, 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 is so true. The world is right now with Google mm-hmm. and the internet, you can access literally anybody. Mm-hmm. With LinkedIn, you can access literally anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. stars that before with the internet were unaccessible are accessible now. Mm-hmm. So you can ask the questions, how did you get to where you want to get to? Yeah. 
everything that you're experiencing and feeling is a book for it already that's been written, but yeah. somebody's gone through that. That's true. And if you can't read, there's older books. Mm-hmm. There's really no excuse anymore for you. All you got to do is demonstrate the desire and the hunger to change the status quo. Sometimes people are so fixated mm-hmm. in remaining in where they are because it's just an easier um, state to be in. Mm-hmm. So they say, yeah, I really want to be better. But deep down, they don't. They, they're happy with the status quo. If you're not happy with the status quo, you know, you're going to make wholesale changes in the way that you do things. Because remember, everything that you have in this world, every mm-hmm. single thing that you have in this world is based upon what you know. Yeah, true. Yeah? Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Right, so everything that you don't have Mm-hmm. In this world, it's based upon what? Of everything you don't know. Actually. There you go. Yeah, it's so, so it's as easy as that. Life is simple. Yeah. Everything you have is based upon what you know. Yeah. Everything you don't have in this world right now, you look around yourself, look in your house, look in your car, they drive, the, you don't have a car, then you walk, whatever. Everything you don't have is based upon things that you don't know. Mm-hmm. That is all things being equal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. therefore, that deficit, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's a good one. It's incumbent on you to read, mm-hmm. to get the knowledge, because it's in the book somewhere. Yeah. If, you, if you don't understand the way money moves from yeah. people who don't, how, don't know how to use it to those who know how to use it, work out and read the books on the mechanics of money. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand um, how to um, operate the machinery that you do in terms of a technical job, mm-hmm. Find the book, go to evening classes, learn the skill. Yeah. There's a book somewhere that will help you. Yeah. But and it then, starts with your intent. And then, yeah, true. And then time, that's, that's the other thing. But it's, it's quite a quite a big discussion because, or big, big conversation, I think, because there's a lot of side things which are also interesting for, for instance, um, time, because it's all time relative to time, because time defines when are you reaching your goals, when is... Um, yeah, you need time to read books. You need time to actually study. You don't so. need any time. You don't need any time. I tell you what you need. What you need is this. You need a desire. Yeah. Once you've got a desire, mm-hmm. time is always there. You always make time for your desire. So you take a look at your, your own secret stuff that you like doing. Yeah. You always find time for it. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, true. your goal works on this premise, yeah? When you define your goal, it works on this premise, Yeah. It has to be specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be um, realistic. Yeah. T- according to you. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be achievable. Yeah. And it's got to be time-based. There's yeah. got to be time around it. There's no point having a goal that has the infinite time assigned to it because nobody is promised time. No. Yeah. So you have to, all goals are time-specific. Mm-hmm. So if I can't achieve my goal for the next six months, half the time I did it, I'm not interested. Yeah. But some goals are five years. Some goals are 10 years. Yeah. Some goals are one week. Some goals are one day. Mm-hmm. If you go to bed before you, if you go to bed and tell yourself, you know, tomorrow my goal is to brush my teeth, the cleanest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And you wake up in the morning and you brush your teeth properly, do a deep cleanse of your teeth. How are you going to feel after you achieve it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see, a lot of people make goals that are too big. 
You understand? Yeah. You need to go make goals that are so small first mm-hmm. and build up your confidence. I do a lot of coaching people with depression, anxiety, and and sometimes they want to tackle a very big problem. I said, you know what? Mm-hmm. Let's go right down to the granular level. Let's do the basics first. Wake up in the morning, put your shoes on, tie your laces. Mm-hmm. That's your goal. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, put your shoes on, tie your laces, and take a walk. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Then the next day, put your shoes on, tie your laces, take a walk, catch a bus. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? We have to recognize that sometimes some goals, we need to go right back down to the basics. Get that so that our confidence is high enough. Because yeah. what happens is if you try to attempt a goal that's too big yeah. and it fails, how will you feel? That's true. Yeah. You're going to feel bad. You feel bad, isn't it? Yeah. It's important to actually make, um, yeah, some, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know what? We can talk all day. And like I said, I'm blessed to have Sebastian in the house or Daniel in the house as well. Daniel's hiding somewhere. And who, the other brother, what's that brother's name? Thomas. And Thomas as well. <laughs> Thomas as well. You know, we're, we're talking about um, different things about in terms of um, alcoholic beverages, what we like to drink and all that kind of stuff on top of what inspires us. So, that led us to having this conversation on this podcast. So I really appreciate Sebastian for taking his time out to dawn the headphones for the Mic Drop Club. You know, it's been excellent. And like I said, he, he, he plays basketball at a professional level. So he knows what it means to be like a competition athlete, the challenges, you know, the um, how hard it is, you know, staying at that level, you know, when by your own motivations will dip, mm-hmm. you know, it's important that you recognize those dips and have some sort of, some sort of way of coming out of them. Yeah. Yeah. But recognizing it first that you're going through a dip. That's the most important thing. Cause some people don't recognize when they're having their lows, just, just plow on through it, you know, but we're speaking through it. And I think even this um, podcast is cathartic. We, we, we express ourselves, we, and we move on. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what is so what is so what positive things do you have in terms of the um the Brexit? What what's, what what message do you have for the UK? Oof. It's a mentality, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a hard way of thinking. Maybe it's a hard hard statement to make, but I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of mentality which should be. I don't know. Um, think big. Also, like planet, but there's there's even another conversation, obviously. But in planet, like planet based, like what is your responsibility within within the yeah within the world, actually, like that, and how can you make the best of yourself? And well, by pushing yourself as hard as you can, you will definitely become the best. You actually can be. That's be no, that's beautiful, and I think I'll just add to that in terms of responsibility. Responsibility has two words, yeah. Respond and ability. Mm. Yeah. And countries such as the UK, yeah, they can respond mm. with a very um, large amount of capability in their ability to respond. Yeah. In terms of what happens around the world. Mm. So, whatever way you guys choose, the most important thing is for you to go out there and express your um, opinion and vote 
um, a lot of people around the world who cry to have their um, chance to even vote, you know. So please express your, 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 your views and your opinions in, in the ballot box, you know, and pay conscious um, attention to this whole thing about responsibility in terms of the environment. Take a look at the, how we're treating the world, you know, not just the, the, the physical world and as you see it, but also how we're treating each other, you know, from a spiritual world dimension, how we're treating each other as human beings, you know, you know, also then take a look at economy in terms of, and friendships in terms of other, other nations and all that kind of stuff. It's not just about getting, um, voting along political lines, Labour, Conservative, Lib Dem. It's a deeper, more fundamental question that you need to, um, consider and weigh up when you, when you cast your vote. So Sebastian, I salute you. you. Welcome to the Mic Drop Club. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, we out. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out micdropclub.com and get the show notes and useful links. Subscribe to the podcast. Don't just live life, make life boom.